folks, welcome back to another episode of the Developer Toolbox. Uh, this week, I'm talking to Abby from, is it Locofi or Locofi? How do you say that? Locofi. 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 Good deal. Um, and uh, yeah, this is a, a fascinating product. Um, I'm really looking forward to talking about it because some friends of mine were actually looking for something like this. And I was like, I don't even know where to send you. So um, yeah, we'll dive into that in a minute. But why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, let people know who you are, where you're from, uh, how long you've been with Localfy, and then we can dive into what it does. Yep, sure thing. So hi, everyone. Abhishek here from Locofi. Locofi is a Singapore headquartered uh, startup. We started uh, close to one and a half years back. I am uh, Abhishek. I joined Locofi a year back as uh, head of growth. I look into uh, growing our user base, growing our community, supporting our users and helping them ship faster with uh, Locofi. So the product Locofi is a low-code uh, dev tool. We cater to developers, designers, product managers, and help them uh, go from design to code. Uh, so what essentially Locofi does is it, it helps you in, in building and managing your front end, right? So leveraging generative AI, we turn your designs into front end production ready front end code. And currently we do support framework like React, uh, we support HTML, CSS, Gatsby, Next.js, also support mobile, uh, React Native. Mm -hmm. uh, talking about the product itself, it's in the form of a plugin. So we are on top of uh, design tools uh, like Figma and Adobe XD, the two most popular design tools. And we have been used by uh, users in more than 195 countries as of now. Oh, awesome. Um, so yeah, so let me tell you a little bit about uh, the background and why I was interested in this particular product. Um, so a friend of mine, he runs galaxies.dev. It's a education for writing, um, mobile apps basically in JavaScript, right? So he's done some stuff with Ionic and react native. And, uh, he was, he was like, well, I did this, uh, I got a design out of, um, mid mid journey, uh, which is another AI system, you know, so he filled in a prompt for them and said, I need a, basically a UI for a mobile app. And it spit one out, right? But when it spits it out, you get basically a PNG, right? It's just a flat image. And so we were looking at it and he was like, okay, well, I found a tool that will put it into Figma for me, right? But then he's got to go and he's got to fiddle with all the code and stuff for it. And so you seeing this as kind of the next step, that's, that's what got me interested in this. And so... Um, Anyway, I thought we could just dive in and talk a little bit more about, you know, how it works and what it does. You said you're using generative AI to to generate it. So, yeah, let's say that I, you know, and, and we have shows on Angular and Vue and React and, and stuff as well. You know, our biggest show is a JavaScript front end show. So um, let's say that, yeah, I generate the AI or the UI from the AI, a lot of eyes, and then we, um, you know, put pull it into figma using some tool yeah what happens after that when i when i use localfy so i'll just walk you through the workflow uh, yeah that our users do while using localfy so what happens is since localfy sits on top of design tools like figma and adobe xd you'd ideally have a design ready uh, in in case of figma there are already a lot of design templates available in the figma community right so right. a lot of users especially engineers that are building or trying to get a prototype quickly out 
they would just take something from the Figma community, let's say mm-hmm. something like a FinTech app design, right? So basically, that, that our, makes sense our, to me because our, I'm the same way, right? With the design, yeah. it's like I I, I I I make the code do the code stuff, right? And and you know, yeah, yeah, the look and feel, it's like I want it to feel nice for my users, but I'm not the guy that's going to make it look and feel nice, right? I will exactly. pick the wrong colors. Exactly. So uh, how it works is you literally have a design and then you would turn on the Locofy plugin, right? So it's a simple, okay. uh, you know, sign-in process. When you're creating the account for the first time, you'll sign up and then go to your design tool, whether it's Adobe or whether it's Figma, right? Once you are in the design, you just need to run the plugin, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, once you run the plugin, the flow of the app, if you see the user uh, interface, right? It, it is pretty simple, right? It's a plugin, uh, mm-hmm. which is like a widget box and you can move it around the design, right? And also there are different functionalities in the plugin itself. So right. if you were to turn your designs to production-ready code, the first step would be something we call design optimizer, right? Mm-hmm. So design optimizer uh, is ideally uh, functionality that allows you to fix your design because you have to understand that uh, your design will decide the way you have arranged your design or the way you have designed uh, it will decide the end output, which is the code quality, right? If the right. frames are not set up properly, if you have, if you have bad naming, right, the code output mm-hmm. won't be uh, what you wanted. Uh, so there is design intention and in, like, like developers and designers think in a different way. So the whole idea of design optimizer is to recommend you uh, that, hey, these are the steps that you need to do or these are the things that you need to fix right. before you, uh, you know, go to the next step. So Design Optimizer will give you the best practices to apply on your okay. Figma. And then you can, you know, check all the boxes saying that, hey, okay, I accept all of these uh, recommendations and then move to the second step. The second step is uh, what we call tagging. It's pretty important. So tagging, think of it in this way, right? For uh, for, a fig- for a Figma design or for any design, uh, a button would be just like a rectangle, right? It's mm-hmm. not interactive. To add that interactiveness there, right? To add that user interaction and the functionality, you need to tag it. Uh, you need to make it functional. That's what tagging does. So you just tag a button and call it a button, right? Now, here's the interesting part where we use uh, AI. So we have something called as Loco AI. When you turn it on, uh, you it would just scan your designs, your Figma uh, file, and it would suggest you tags that, hey, this looks like a button. You can tag it as a button. Right. And it also shows the... Uh, accuracy percentage, right? How accurate is that uh, recommendation? Uh, so that you can, you know, move confidently. If you see something has lower accuracy, you can just ignore it and tag it as you want. Uh, and and recently, I think the cool part is we launched uh, auto tagging 2.0, which has made it even more accurate, right? As we're getting more and more data. So that's the tagging part. You can tag manually, or you can use local AI to do it for you to accelerate that process. Uh, the third step, uh, which is also quite you know, uh, significant is for responsiveness, right? We have styling and behavior, uh, mm-hmm. styling uh, behavior and actions, right? Where you would be, uh, for example, making your designs responsive, making your product responsive. How that works is there are multiple things that you can do, the, but, but the most basic thing is for different screen sizes, you set breakpoints and you would just adjust the styling for those particular breakpoints. So for example, right. let's say, yeah. Uh, you won't want the hamburger uh, menu uh, to appear. You want the hamburger menu to appear in a different way, or you want to stack a column uh, as a row, mm-hmm. 
for a certain right. layout, right? Those are the settings that you can do to styling uh, layout, right? And then right. the next so thing, let me, which is let me see if I understand the process so far. So yeah. basically what you do is first off, you look at my design and you help kind of uh, clean it up, you know, make sure that it's kind of fitting best practices, make some suggestions on things that I can do better on it. Then you help me tag things. This is a button. This is a logo. This is an image. This is a, a text field, whatever. Right. Um, and then from there, what we're doing is we're actually, yeah, pulling it in and saying, okay, you know, what kinds of behaviors do we want on this, for example? And, and I like the idea of the responsive stuff, right? Whether it's a React Native app that needs to be able to respond to, hey, I'm on a tablet or, hey, I'm on a phone, right? Or whether it's a React app, because it looks like you do React, Gatsby, stuff like that, Next.js. Um, and so yep. as I get into some of that stuff too, right? And I hate trying to figure that stuff out, the get the right breakpoints and you know some of the design systems out there do that work for me but it it's still it's like okay you know when do i want the yeah this column to become another row you know when do i want to show that hamburger when do i want to you know how does the footer look on on a mobile versus not and so yeah so it helps me figure all that stuff out so that i don't have to go in and noodle over it and and go through my design for every stinking screen size that i may actually run into Yes, that's completely accurate. And so that process helps you make your uh, designs responsive, right? And it's a mm -hmm. big challenge for a uh, lot of developers, right? It's a lot of manual right. work. So we make it easier for developers to make their product responsive. So that part is pretty crucial. Uh, now, going forward, you also have the option to add actions, right? So for example, mm -hmm. on, on a click, you want to move to a certain page or you want to uh, open a certain... Uh, go right. to a certain section of the screen, right? So we have that functionality as well. It's called as actions. So when you, let's say, and it it's also very helpful while building a high-fidelity prototype, right? Uh, mm -hmm. So in Locofy, we don't call it high-fidelity prototype. We call it uh, live, live prototype because it's running, right. uh, you know, by live code, uh, right? So right. Uh, it's pretty uh, important while you're building prototypes and sharing it with your team or your stakeholders. Uh, so that's the part of Locofy plugin, right? And then uh, what we have is we also have something called as preview, where you can preview how uh, your design has turned into, uh, you know, code. Uh, you can also check if it's responsive in different uh, mm -hmm. media queries. Uh, you can check that. And once you're happy with the preview, then comes the cool part where you are syncing your design to the Locofy builder. Uh, now, the Locofy plugin was on top of Figma or Adobe XD as right. a plugin, as a widget. Uh, Locofy Builder is a web-based, uh, you know, platform that opens in browser, uh, runs on the browser. And it's where you would uh, be seeing the code, right? You can mm -hmm. uh, change a lot of code settings. As well as, the most important thing is you can create components, reusable React components, right? So we, we saw that a lot of developers, especially React developers, wanted to create reusable components. For example, there's a section that's been used on multiple pages. Uh, mm -hmm. Instead of writing the code again and again, you want to right. create a component and pass on the props uh, later on, right? Uh, when you oh, yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. So yeah. we build a Locofy component, right? And then we also got some uh, feedback from users that it takes a lot of time to build components manually how can we accelerate it then we also brought in local ai into the picture now what happens is we have something called as auto components 
wherein mm-hmm. the local AI would scan your design and would suggest what can be a component, a possible component, mm-hmm. and the suggested yeah, props for it, right? So it helps developers to, you know, go through all the suggestions that the local AI is providing and they will just have to select or reject and they can also create their own components manually, just like we had for tagging. So mm-hmm. once that is done, once the components are created, we also have a functionality where you could share a prototype, whether you want to share it with your teammates or uh, let's say your client, you can share a prototype uh, which runs in live code. Right? So that part is also taken care of. Uh, now in the in the builder itself, you can see the code, you can make the changes. Uh, we also have uh, the export and deployment options after that, right? So after you are happy with the code, what you can do is first of all you can uh, download your code uh, as a zip file so that you can run it locally Uh, second is you can uh, deploy it we have direct integration with netlify universal so if it's a simple landing page there is no uh, you know backend involved you can just directly uh, Mm -hmm. deploy it and the third and the coolest part which we just recently launched i think it's been two months which is the github integration right it was a lot of hard work we got a lot of oh yeah uh, Suggestions for that. So what happens is now you can uh, sync your code to GitHub, right? And you could, you know, basically merge your code as well as do conflict resolution, right? So it, it is oh, okay. designed to keep your design and code in sync, uh, mm-hmm. right? So we're moving towards CI/CD, right? Continuous integration and continuous deployment. So we decided that this would be a very uh, big breakthrough. And now whenever you are making any change to your Figma file, let's say you change the color of uh, a button from red to blue, right? Uh, the conflict resolution uh, in LocoFi Builder would be able to recognize that. And we call it three-way merge, where it would ask you what change you want to keep, right? Uh, right. And the whole idea is we want to keep LocoFi at the center, make it the uh, source of truth for front-end engineering. So what happens right. is once you accept that, hey, uh, this change that I made on Figma uh, should now uh, you know, overwrite uh, the code in uh, GitHub, right? So whatever code you generated in LocoFi should override the code in GitHub. That would happen, and the conflict would be resolved that way. So we are we are having this deep integration with GitHub, which helps developers to keep their designs and code in sync. That makes a lot of sense. I do have a few questions about that in particular. I mean, sure. Um, I'm going to back up just a second because there's kind of a lot here to unpack, but. Um, yeah, I mean, downloading the zip file, I mean, that makes a lot of sense just from the standpoint of I can stand up a product project and see how it, how it works. You know, you set up the actions and stuff like that. So then I can use my uh, developer tools for Android or iOS or just stand up a website, right? I can just do any of that and, and play with it on my own device. But uh, once you start getting into the idea of, yeah, pushing it to GitHub, I... I absolutely love that. And and the reason is, is because, yeah, I want to use a design tool to manage my UI, right? I don't want to use, uh, you know, I, I mean, I can manipulate it with code and it's all kind of set up so you can do that. But I mean, why? You know, if, if you don't have to do it that way, then why would you, right? And so that, that gets me excited about just the possibilities there as far as, hey, you know, I don't have to fuss with this. But also then if, yeah, if you can do all the merging and syncing and stuff on the UI through Git, through the different uh, options you have with GitHub or, you know, really with anything else, I don't, I don't know 
if GitHub gives you more tools than say GitLab or um, Bitbucket. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I just I like the idea of managing it in something like Figma, and then having Localify sync it over, and then it from there, right? We can just kind of bolt stuff. To, you know, I can I can do the rest of the code. Uh, API calls, what have you from the back end and just make it all work. So um, anyway, I'm really digging it. Um, so yeah, so uh, it looks like I'll be dropped off, uh, probably internet connection issues or something. But so I'm just going to wrap this up. Um, but yeah, I'm really liking the idea of being able to manage my my UI components and uh, setup and things like that. I also love that you can push to Vercel or Netlify and so at the end of the day, yeah, if you're looking for a way to kind of take your design elements, whether it comes from a designer or whether it comes from, you know, working in Figma or whether you do something like pull your uh, UI off of something like MidJourney and then pull things together that way. Um, yeah, it, it looks like a terrific way to go. And I'm really looking forward to kind of playing with this tool and figuring it out. Um, now, I am on their website and I'm looking at this and it looks like they do have a try for free beta. So if you want to go and check it out, it looks like there is a free trial on it. Um, and so if this is something that looks like it might work for you, I, I recommend you go check it out. Um, you know, even if you want to just do the initial build for your UI and then see where things go from there. But uh, yeah, they've got a whole bunch of companies listed on here that honestly, they, they will, you know, some of them I recognize the names of right on here. So uh yeah, if you're if you're looking to build some kind of UI or some kind of mobile or web app using React, React Native, um, then definitely check that out. It looks like some of the other technologies that I listed are under their coming soon. That's Flutter, Vue, Angular, um, stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, Jetpack, Compose, it says, and then there are some others listed there. So, yeah. So, whatever you're looking for, um, I think there was Kubernetes on there, too, which is kind of exciting, right? Because then it can deploy a container with your app in it. Anyway, um, go check it out. It's locofy, L-O-C-O-F-Y dot A-I. And uh, yeah, until next time, Max out.